All right, everyone, thank you for joining me. Uh, we continue on with the short conference soccer previews. Today I have uh, Coach Wes Moore from Manchester Township. Uh, Coach, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Um, get, getting right into it. Uh, when did you st start coaching, you know, and what drew you to coaching soccer? Um, I started at the high school, you know, coaching, coaching at the high school level, uh, 2005. Um, so when I got to Manchester, I was in the coaching in the, in the youth world and doing some training prior to that. Um, I played, played my whole life, loved the game, you know, coach the high school level. I have three kids, you know, coach their youth teams, you know, club teams and awesome, awesome game. Great game. Yeah. I got, you know, I know I said it the, the last soccer interview I did, I got my, my dad made me get my coaching license when I was 15. You know, it was, it was a trainer license until you're, you're 18. But, um, you know, because, you know, I didn't enjoy playing soccer as much. But, you know, uh, I love the game. You know, I studied the game, you know, analyze it. And, uh, you know, to me, it's my favorite sport watching. You know, I know I know I cover a lot more basketball, but, you know, it's easier to get to more basketball games than soccer games during the high school season. But <clears> you know, <throat> soccer, soccer is my, you know, my passion. So, um, you know, I agree with you there. So you started at Manchester in 2005? Yes, sir. So, uh, you, you're a teacher there too as well? I am. What, what do you history. teach? Uh, I got history. I got uh, upper class history. Oh, US wow. one, US two. Different Couldn't than make. your normal uh, health and phys ed I get from coaches. That, that's good. <laughs> history, history was my American history. I enjoy that. Um, I like to ask the coaches this. You find a lot of similarities in coaching and teaching. Uh, yes, I, I do. I think, um, I think they kind of play off of each other. I think, you know, um, so much of the classroom is, is management and, and, um, you know, just wear, being able to wear different hats from teacher to coach to psychologist to friend to, you know, just the shoulder, you know, so a uh, lot of, a lot of similarities between the two. Um, so I think one makes me better at the other. Yeah, I agree. You know, like I said, in the previous interviews, I said, you know, I always responded well to co uh, my teachers who were also coaches for some reason. Um, you know, since you've been at Manchester, you know, for 15 years now um, coaching, uh, what are some accomplishments in the past, you know, you know that the soccer team has had? Um, you know, we, we've, when I took over the girls in 2010, I was with the boys from 05 to 09. Um, and the assistant over there with John Musoff and Brian Sloda, um, you know, taking, I, I took over the girls program. We had my first year, we had like 16 seniors. Um, and then we were fighting the numbers game after recovering from 16 seniors. So, um, you know, a lot of up and downs in, in, in Manchester, we get in our waves of waves of bigger classes, you know, which, which helps the, uh, you know, progress the programs, but, you know, we've had, um, you know, we've been able to build, you know, a, a pretty respectable uh, program in, you know, in the division and, um, you know, we're able to, to, to peak every couple of years. I mean, we, we have, you know, a 16 win season, um, you know, making a run into the semis in the state section, upsetting a couple teams. Um, you know, we're four years away from winning the, the, the school's first, you know, B South championship in girls soccer. Um, you know, so we've, we've kind of, kind of had a good run here so far. I got two great assistants, Mickey Trapp and, and Casey O'Connor and, um, you know, 
we really like what we're doing. The kids are great here. Yeah, more, more, when I interviewed Morgan beginning of the pandemic, uh, she brought up Casey and, uh, you know, that she works with Casey a lot, which is, and she had good things to say about her. Um, Helps to have a goalkeeper coach. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, now, uh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, what are some of the players, you know, in the past uh, that meant a lot to you, uh, a lot to the program? Yeah, I've, I've got a handful that, that have kind of just, you know, kind of stayed with me in a, in a, in a soccer sense that, you know, um, you know, my, my early stint, I mean, I was with boys for forever. And then uh, coming over to the girls side is, is a, is a definitely a different animal and a, and a new hat to wear, um, you know, but early on, you know, I had some, some good leadership from, you know, uh, Samantha Gladys was an awesome center back for me. And then I had, you know, two that came in, like my first true freshman that came all the way through, Sydney Kaufman, who played at Ramapo and Olivia Summerisky. They were just great program kids that, you know, really kind of helped put it all together, um, you know, and and be loyal and, and tough kids. And then when we started to really get some more soccer players in, the Lyric Greens, um, you know, Anisia Fucci, who was – she was an amazing, amazing player, um, fantastic kid to coach. Uh, she, you know, she had a great, great run in Georgian court with Jim Moore. Um, and then, and then the, the Julia Giacones who went on to play, uh, you know, and probably our most decorated Aaliyah Moore, um, you know, who, who scored hundred, had a hundred plus points in high school and, and moved on into, uh, to play at Monmouth, you know, and she's having a good run up the uh, up the parkway a little bit there. So I've had I've had a good group of kids every single year, you know, that just good family kids and love to be a part of the program. That's great. Now, how is uh, Manchester's youth program? I'm not, I'm not too familiar. Do they, do they have a strong soccer youth program or is it come in waves? Because, you know, you said, you know, basically <clears throat> comes in waves with Manchester with the soccer. It it, they definitely, they have a program. Um, it, it, you know, it's kind of changed uh, from LMSA to MSA. Um, you know, the, the numbers in town, um, you know, like you said, they definitely come in waves. Um, and, you know, I, th I think a lot of the players that I have, you know, that I mentioned played club ball outside of town, uh, some PDA, some Cedar Stars, some, you know, Aaliyah was on a DA team at one point, you know, so a lot of TRFC kids, um, you know, so, you know, the, the program, you know, the, the, the town program is, uh, they're trying, they, they yeah. try every year. I get, I get more and more kids that played in town, which is awesome. And, uh, you know, even talking to Coach Caruso, it seems like public schools, it seems like, you know, it's like a roller coaster, comes in waves, you, you, you guys are peaked and, you know, a little down, a couple down years and then you peak again. Um, it, you know, it's just weird. And, you know, I think a lot has to do, you know, with academy soccer, you know, some were letting them play, not letting them play, you know, and, you know, now it seems like most of the girls are allowed to play um, for yeah. the high school teams, which I, you know, I think it's great because there's nothing like playing, you know, playing high school sports, you know, with your friends. Absolutely. The DAs are gone. So those kids are back. Yeah, it should be, you know, exciting season, you know, this year with, you know, I hear, you know, a bunch of teams getting players back this season from, you know, the Development Academy. Um, uh, 
uh, talk a little about last season. Um, you know, like, like you said, you only had four seniors, right? Is that right? Four yeah. seniors. Now, I find that, you know, public school, you don't see that too often, you know, in public schools, where, you know, where you only get a couple seniors when it comes to soccer. You know, you know, I, was, I had Steve Fence on yesterday. We were talking football. And he said he only had four seniors. And I, I, I never heard of that for football. <laughs> you know, only four seniors. On the, uh, now I know he's in a super small school, but only four seniors. So, you know, which is a good sign, for, you know, for the next, you know, next this season coming up. But um, who were a couple of seniors last year that, you know, meant a lot that showed, you know, leadership roles that, you know, taught, you know, that the younger classmen, underclassmen look, looked up to? Absolutely. Um, first of all, Steve Fence, a Manchester guy. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> awesome guy. I've known uh, Steve for a long time. Yep. Steve's he's, he's a legend. Um, I had a, I had a good group. Um, Caleb Baca, um, Carly Polchak, uh, Crystal Sears, uh, Nikki Rasmussen. Um, it was a, it was a great group of seniors that we had. I mean, two or two were moved on to play, um, or three moved on to play. Uh, at the college level, um, and um, you know it was it was good because you know three of the four paid their dues all the way through. You know they were uh, outside of Carly, who was a goalkeeper, outstanding goalkeeper. Um, you know she she was right in the mix as a freshman, split in time um, at the varsity level. But the other three, you know they they were they were like the homegrown. They. They battled at the JV level, you know, they spent two or three years there, you know, so they didn't step right in and, and get right up to the, you know, the varsity accolades and the newspaper and, um, you know, so having, having them was good for the, the younger kids to see because they show that, you know, that their hard work does pay off. Um, gave them a little bit more street cred, you know, at practices and, you know, and, um, you know, it was, it was just a, it was a good mix of, quiet leaders, vocal leaders, you know, lead by example type. So um, although it was only four, it, it, that'll be a, it's a missed group that I have this year. Um, uh, what were some, some, you know, it was tough season record rise, but you guys made states. Um, what were some accomplishments, you know, that, you know, that you guys uh, hit, you know, any goals you set at the beginning of the year or last year? Um, well, we did have a goal, knowing, knowing that it was going to be a tough year, you know, we, we did have the goal to, to make it to States and, um, you know, knowing the competition that we play, um, you know, if we can get there, uh, I'm a, I'm like a poker player, you know, take a chip in a seat, you know, that's, that's all you need. And, um, you know, if you can make it into that South Jersey group two bracket, I, you know, I feel like the competition that we have you know, we have a chance, you know, and being that we were pretty strong two years prior and the scheduling goes on a two-year cycle, you know, that group last year with a lot of inexperience played a pretty tough schedule. Um, you know, so if we could get in, I thought that we could, we could hang and, and um, you know, and, and we went and we played Haddonfield pretty tough, um, you know, so that was, a, that was a big goal for them knowing that, no one would know who, who they were, you know, who that group was. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Uh, you know, good for your underclassmen, you know, getting that's, you know, one state state games experience for, you know, this season coming up. I mean, if, you know, mm -hmm. not, hopefully there's some sort of state, you know, group play, which I'm here, you know, hopefully something, who knows, but um, uh, well, going, 
going into this season, who are, who are players you expect, you know, to step up into that leadership role that, that the seniors left? Yeah, uh, from a leadership standpoint, I think, you know, we, we have another a good mix of, of your vocal leaders, your, you know, your quiet leaders, um, and, and your just doers. You know, uh, we, um, Morgan Brussman, um, who's going to be a keeper for us uh, this year, uh, the keeper, um, you know, she last year was a field player, you know, a uh, very selfless kid, goalkeeper, but has always played the field just in case, you know, she was behind Carly. Um, so she was going to be one of my starting center midfielders. Carly broke her pinky. Morgan stepped in and she was awesome. Um, she's it's good to have a very good goalkeeper. And she's a versatile, you know, if you do need her on the field, you know, I, I watched her play on the field, you know, you don't see that often with, you know, kids that are trained as goalies, you know, she, she handles herself very well on the field too. So it's nice to have that little versatility yeah. there too. And she, and I, I personally think she'll be one of the better keepers in the shore. Um, you know, she's, you know, I don't, I don't know that we'll get the love in B South, but she, she's, She's technically sound. I, I don't know if you'll find too many that are better than her in, in, uh, in goal. Um, Rachel Morris is coming back. Um, you know, she's going to be like a three, three year all division kid, um, center midfielder. You know, she, she strikes the ball. Well, she's, um, you know, she's already on the record board here at Manchester and in, in assists. And I think she's gonna, you know, she wants to add some more goals to that. Um, and then I have, uh, a group of, of defenders who are, are under the radar kids, um, but Brie Badiato and Elizabeth Oliver, Kayla Jarolowitz, Sammy Gravatt, those are, you know, kids that are, you know, I, I think going to be the, um, you know, a, a rock for our team because I think defensively we're going to be very good and they are strong, been around. I mean, I don't know if there's more experience than the, you know, six names that I just gave, you know, a lot of starts between Morgan, Rachel, Bree, Liz, Sammy, Kayla. I mean, that's probably a couple hundred games of varsity soccer between them. Yeah, that's how, you know, struggle a couple of years with them playing, you know, playing as underclassmen, but, you know, paced it when, you know, this is where it's supposed to pay the dividends. Um, any income of freshmen that you know of? Um, I know, you know, trials don't start to next week and stuff, but do you, any incoming freshmen? Yeah, we have. Um, you know, one of the girls actually a freshman sister of Kayla Drolowitz. Um, I think Shay Drolowitz is going to step in um, and, and be able to help us out at the varsity level. Um, you know, she's, she seems very strong technically. She's got good size for a freshman. Um, she knows, she knows how to play the game, you know, uh, just from conversation, I think her soccer IQ is pretty high. Um, and the big thing for a freshman when they come in is being able to handle the physicality. And yeah. I, I think that she, I think she's going to be able to, to handle that physicality. Yeah. I find that's big because, you know, soccer, unlike basketball, you're a freshman, you don't, necessarily get on the you know the field right away you know like you know basketball freshmen you know can end up playing you know you got to be able to handle the physicality and you know there's always you know upperclassmen you know wait you know that are there that want it just as much Absolutely. um where basically you see if you get that superstar freshman they're inserted right away 
you know, into the lineup. Uh, now, we, um, talking with the, about COVID, how did you handle, you know, the four phases and, you know, Manchester, um, you know, because I know every coach handling it different. Did you find it hard to, to do that or did Manchester make – because I know some schools, they said the AD made it pretty easy with them. Um, how, how was uh, handling the phases that the state laid out? Yeah, it was, it was definitely different, you know. I mean, it's the, the perfect place to say it is what it is, you know. I mean, everyone had to make do what they could make do. And, um, you know, it just – it it was – you know, it, it let us focus a little bit more on the simple stuff, which, we, which was good to kind of go back to some of the technical stuff. Um, you know, really focus – obviously, phase one is supposed to be mostly um, conditioning, you know, so – you're going to get your kids nice and fit, you know, and, and I think that that type of stuff pays off in the long run anyway, because, you know, you're not scrimmaging. I mean, you're going out there running, whatever, whatever you're running with your little pod and um, kind of brought, you know, may, maybe a new camaraderie with, with the groups and, you know, kind of suffering through it together that way. And so I, I hope that that turns out to be a positive, um, you know, but, you know, I, I had a Zoom meeting with the girls yesterday, letting them know that Monday we're going to, you know, we got we to gotta get on the field and have, we're going to go inner squad right away and kind of see, you know, we got, we have decisions to make and, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be weird and different. You know, when I talked to Coach Caruso, he said the same thing starting Monday, you know, right, right into the games. He goes, he goes, they probably don't want to see me telling them we're doing drills. And he goes, I don't want to see drills anymore. He goes, I want, you know, we need to see what they could do on the field, you know, competitively. So, we can, like you said, start making your decisions of, you know, what you're going to do starting the season. Because, you know, two weeks is, is all, you know, it'll come up quick at the start of the season. And we only get one scrimmage. So, yeah. uh, you know, speaking of scrimmage, don't um, talk about your schedule a little bit. Who, who are the teams in your? I didn't. I, I don't have the schedule in front of me, so I don't know the division because I know the division's changed a little bit this season, right? Uh, there was talk of change, uh -huh. and then we're pretty much staying a traditional B South. You okay. know, Borough, Liberty, Pinelands, Lacey, Lakewood, Donovan. Uh, a couple of good teams. You know, Pinelands, Lacey. They're Yep. Borough, Liberty, you know, um, Pinelands, strong coaches, you know, Lacey, they're all, you know, well-coached yeah. teams, um, you know, get some, get some players, you know, I think Burroughs lost some players to DA over the years. So, um, you know, so I think that he'll get a little bit of help and um, there'll be, be, be South is, um, could be a bloodbath this year. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Yeah, it seems, um, you know, when I was looking at the schedules, it didn't, you know, the only division that seemed a little weak to me was, you know, was the St. Rose, the you know, St. Rose, Point Beach, um, and Trinity Hall. You know, the other teams, you know, traditionally aren't strong soccer-wise. Um, but talk, talking about the schedule, how do you feel about, you know, you're playing, you know, back to – you're playing the same team back to back. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, and, and you know, I can only speak to B-South, um, but I know that, you know, I'm sure every division has their own stuff, you know, but B South has some, um, some pretty, some pretty good rivalries. You know, some of the, some of the games on the girls soccer field get uh, pretty, pretty good. Um, I've seen plenty of cards thrown 
Um, you know, when, especially when you're playing the teams back to back. Now, would we go two years where we only played our division once? Um, you know, and, and some of that kind of gets lost, but I think, I think being able to play each other twice is one is, is much better for the divisions. Um, you know, I, I, I never thought we should have gone away from um, the, uh, the division twice, my personal opinion. Um, but when did they start and, that? Uh, I, two years ago, I believe they okay. went to, they went to your playing your division one time, you know, so I think that that made it a little bit harder, took a little bit of pride out of the division, you know, yeah. you know, you win your division playing everyone twice. I mean, you know, if you got a tough division, you, you earned it. Yeah. You know, if you, you win your division, you know, unless you run away with it, but you know, then you could have a three-way tie. I mean, I beat you, you beat me, she beat you. And, you know, you got a three-way tie playing everybody once, but um, B South is, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a, a good division to watch this year. That's like, uh, you know, basketball, they play twice in the division and uh, the RBC St. Rose division. I think that they, they tied, but I think Madison was only one game from a three-way tie. And I think uh, like Rumson was only like two games or three games. Like they did. I know there was a point where I thought, you know, Madison, if they won one more game, they, it was going to be a three-way tie for, you know, and that's what you get, you know, when you're playing twice, you know, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> And I mean, a lot of it came from the philosophy of for the states and prepping for the states and PowerPoints and, you know. Um, I don't get that at all. That's that's new since I started coming back to watching sport, high school sports. Yeah, it's it's it's, um, you know, there's a skill to picking your schedule, I guess, um, you know, for sure. But, you know, for me, um, you know, uh, we'll play a full schedule. I mean, since, since I started, I mean, we're playing 19 to 23 games a year, um, you know, playing. Um, so, you know, we're, we're going to earn it or not earn it based on our performance. You know, I, some schools will play 14, 15 games um, and that's enough for them. And, and that's what they, that's what they do. That's what their coach the philosophy, you know, whatever. But for me, I'll play every team twice and then go find my, five out of division games, six out of division games, hopefully make the short conference tournament, um, you know, and kind of go with it that way. How is the short conference tournament pick? Is it uh, you got to be 500 at a certain point? Yeah, you have to be 500 at the, at the cutoff, and then, uh, then there'll be a, a selection, you know, a seating meeting, and uh, they put it together. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's how, you know, when I used to write for the paper, that's how, how it was. I didn't know if that, that changed or, you know, because – you know, states used to be the same way. You had to be 500, you know, if you were 500 at a certain point you, for uh, states, you, you made the playoffs, you know. Right. Um, you know, before we start wrapping up, what are some goals you, uh, you, you know, you think you're going to set for this upcoming season? Um, you know, with, with the group that we have, the, re, you know, the returning players and, and you know, and, and that was just a big group of the, of the seniors that we, you know, kind of, kind of went over, you know, that's not even talking about like the, the Nicole Tremarchis who've, you know, a three-year starter who I think is, is uh, going to be a th three-year starter who's got the potential to, uh, to score a lot of goals and, and, you know, the Mackenzie Plasics who kind of hold down the middle of the field for us, uh, defensive center mids. I mean, we got a lot of pieces that are, um, you know, going to be able to, make us pretty competitive. So, I mean, a goal for us, I mean, 
Uh, we try to be pretty realistic, and, and I think we have a legitimate chance to win the division. Um, you know, and, and I think that it, whoever wins the division is definitely going to earn it this year um, in B-South. Um, short conference tournament, you know, some years, some years you're like, uh, not the year to make the short conference, you know, if you squeak in there and then you're going to get a Tom's River North in the first round and, um, you know, that'll be rough. But, um, you know, this year, this year, uh, you know, I'll, I'll play anybody with this group, um, you know, obviously whatever states there are realigned, however, they're talking about redoing it. But, you know, for us, those are our three goals. Um, win the division, make the short conference tournament, um, you know, and, and see what we can do in a state run. But this group, this group could go and shock some people. You know, we're, we're not far away from our first ever short conference win. We, you know, we, we beat St. Rose and, um, you know, took, took uh, Tom's River North. Uh, they beat us two to one, scored with like 84 seconds left. Those are the tough ones. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, like seven, seven D1 kids. So we'll, we'll take that. Tom, Tom's River always loaded. I'm going to have a uh, coach Miller on next week um, to, to preview his team. Um, do you think there's going to be a short conference tournament? I mean, I haven't heard no yet. So that's a plus. Right. I, I'm, I'm just going with the, until I hear no, yeah. we're hoping for as normal as possible. You know, these kids deserve it. Um, they want it, you know, as, as different as the summers were for these kids, they found ways to, um, you know, to meet and play, join the good sports, yeah. embrace the, you know, the, the time that they had together with the coaches, meet at the beach and play, you know, whatever they did. I mean, they found their ways to make this their season. So they deserve as normal as we can give them. Yeah. And I, you know, I give credit to the sure, you know, they didn't pull the trigger early, you know, saying no, you know, they, they waited, you know, and, you know, and, you know, luckily knock on wood, New Jersey, you know, is in a good spot right now with the, you know, with Kate, you know, infection and cases and stuff. And it's good to see that the districts that did, you know, like New Egypt canceling everything, you know, they reversed their decision. So, you know, that's good. And, uh, you know, we sure had like a steady line where, you know, it looked like you guys were going to play the whole time where, you know, Steve had to go up and down, not playing, playing, not playing. You know, I couldn't imagine what he, he, he I actually know what he was going through. But Right. Yeah, he, right. he was funny because I, I texted him middle of July and uh, it was right before that Point Borough Basketball League started. And I said, is there going to be season in the fall? And he said, 99% no. Then when I saw him two weeks later at a game, he said 99% yes. And then the following week was when New, New Egypt said no. <laughs> New Egypt said no. So, that, that guy. so you, know, just, you know, it's just good that, you know, these schools are letting these kids play, you know, especially, you know, seniors, you know, you don't want them missing out, you know. I know, um, I know the spring know. seniors, you know, they say, oh, we missed out, so it's no big deal. But, you know, we, you know, we got to be out there. I know. They, they you know, they deserve it. Exactly. All right, coach. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. And, uh, you know, I look forward to definitely, you know, I promised Doug I would get to a game this season. Um, so with the schedule, I don't know if it's going to make it difficult to get to a lot of different games or easier, you know, with the, you know, the basically the same teams are playing. So if I catch one game, you know, if I like two matchups, right. Know, one to one day and then two days later, I could just go to the other. <laughs> Yep, it's gonna. It, it'll be an interesting schedule to watch. Yeah. Now, well, real quick, your division is your division full. Or are you are you able to add 
an out-of-division game because I know there's one division. I talked to the coach. He had he had to add an out of division, two out-of-division games. Interruption at this time. A.M. vocational students, A.M. voc students only who did not pick up their Chromebook, please go to the hallway by the gym. That's A.M. vocal. I hit the wrong mute button. I apologize. It's all right. Um, our division is full, uh, but I do think that we're going to be able to pick up. I think they're talking about potentially one or two out of the division. If you don't make the, uh, if there's not a short conference tournament or you don't make it, I think they'll be able to find one for you. Um, and then scheduling wise, I think it goes, if you, you know, if, uh, if you open up with Bur we open up with Burrow. If you have, if that first game gets rained out, you have to play it that week. Otherwise, that's gone. Oh man! So yeah. If you lose a game due to a rain out, then I think you'll be able to pick something up on the back end as well. Now that makes sense. What you said too about if there's no sure, because I saw uh, Eastern post on their Twitter. Um, looking to pick up two games the week of the ninth. So I'm guessing that means they're not going to have a conference tournament because the states start right after that, you know. If they, right. So I'm guessing they're not going to have a conference tournament, so they're looking to pick up, two, you know, two games that week. So I guess that makes sense if there's no sure um, tournament, you know, pick up two games to prep you for the states. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it's a lot of it's rumor and hearsay. Yeah. You know, some people are saying, you know, maybe not do a shore, maybe do an Ocean County tournament, Monmouth County tournament. You know, kind of keep it a little bit tighter together. Uh, I'll just be happy to be playing soccer in in a, in a couple of days. Yeah. That's that's everybody's outlook. At least you're gonna you know you're gonna be out there. You know, they're gonna, there's a season. You know, and uh, yes, you know, hopefully, hopefully it goes the distance. Well, Coach, thanks for joining me. You know, I look forward to getting to winning games, you know, meeting you in person. And, uh, you know, good luck this season. Absolutely. I appreciate the, uh, the offer to, to talk and uh, really appreciate the, the love on the, the girls' sports side. Wish there was uh, more. Yeah, that, that's why I do it, you know, especially in the sure girls' sports, you know, top notch, you know. And they don't, you know, they don't cover it, you know. Okay. I know the media outlets are spread thin, you know, but – you know, it, it irked me last year. No, no offense to Shore Sports Network, but they didn't show up to a girls' soccer game until the semis of the Shore Conference. You know, there's not one article, and, you know, they were covering the boys. So, you know, I know that, you know, they're thin. It's pretty much only Matt, you know, that goes to all the games for that. And, uh, you know, in the AP, basically, there's only two guys, you know, there's two guys, and the one's covering girls' soccer and field hockey, so you can't be at two things at once. Right. So, you know, it's tough. So, you know, look, I, media is in my background. I love doing it. You know, I love soccer. I love basketball. That's why there's only two sports I do because, I, you know, I could talk smart. You know, educa I'm educated on those two sports. I know what I'm talking about. Well, uh, listen, we, we appreciate it, you know. Wish there was more of it. Thank you. I appreciate it. And um, uh, I'll see you on the soccer field. Yes, sir.